millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, and welcome to another episode of All by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today... We are talking about um, two films where the actors slash actresses, well, actually, no, sorry, actresses, um, are nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Um, we're, we're talking about Borat 2, or Borat Subsequent Movie Film, and Hillbilly Elegy. Yep. Um, so that's good. We stuck them together because of that, I guess. Um, yeah, they're really not. I'm, they're not else. really the same, but um. <laughs> yeah, nothing else really ties them together. Uh, yeah. So, which one should we talk about first? Um, let's talk about uh, let's talk about Hillbillyology first. Okay, I watched that one first. Okay. Um, this was directed by Ron Howard. Um, not always a big fan of his films. So, yeah, the name his sounded name. <laughs> familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who yeah. this is. Um, yeah, you know he's he... got some pretty okay things. You know, pretty well known stuff. Apollo Apollo thirteen. We talked about that movie. We did. <laughs> we did. <laughs> um, which was kind of fun. I you know um, he stuck in in this this poster here it says from the director of apollo 13 and a beautiful mind which are probably his two best films um, okay so of course he's got to stick those ones um at the top and the the poster just has a picture of amy adams and glenn close on it um yeah it doesn't even have the the boy in it which which i feel like the boy's a the pretty big part of this film well he's the main character for sure yeah um, and yeah, so kind of going into this, I knew that it wasn't well liked. So w- watching it, I kind of wanted to understand why, and in, I kind of understand why. <laughs> okay, um, I did not know that this that this movie was not well liked. Um, and I mean, I thought it was I thought it was fine. It's not really a movie that I would watch again because it's just kind of sad. Um, and I thought the editing was a little weird. Like kind of how it flashed um, with flashbacks in present time. I thought it was kind of was a was a little messy. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, I mean, I understood kind of what was supposed to be happening, and it was just it was just really a, a sad movie, really, <laughs> mostly. Yeah, um, I think for me, I think I just didn't like the screenplay, which is um, okay, which is kind of flowing along with the editing as well. Um, because yeah. it kind of was jumping around, and I thought it was a bit, a bit simplistic at times, okay. and a bit too like um, on the nose about things. Okay. And not like, um, I'm not saying it should have been subtle, but it just kind of wasn't. Um, it didn't feel real. Like I felt like when I was watching this movie, 
it felt like I was watching a movie and I wasn't really like seeing these people and these characters like as real people. I mean, Amy Adams and Glenn Close were really good for the material that they were given. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it should have been more. And I think that the direction should have had a little bit more um, of a grounding feeling with the surroundings and with the atmosphere. And it relied very heavily on the acting of Amy Adams and Glenn Close. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I can agree with that. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. There definitely could have been some more, <clears throat> I guess, because with, with the backstory that we got of, um, what's his name? What's, JD. Oh, wow. I just saw the meta score. <laughs> Oh no. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> I just saw it. Um JD, yes, yes, JD Vance. Um You know, the the flashback scenes that we would get, you know, felt that s- sometimes they they would really pull the story along sometimes, but they kind of just felt random. Like just, mm-hmm. you know, we're seeing a scene where he's um like and and they they kind of felt a lot a lot of the same. Like it was, it's like yeah, really no, yeah. nothing, nothing new kind of happened. It was just like, you, you go back, he's, <laughs> he's, he's either being rebellious or he's being a good kid, but like nothing, yeah. nothing more than that. It was, and, and just a lot of the scenes felt, felt very similar. Um, so like, yeah, I mean, I thought, um, I, I, I did think that at the very end, the pictures of the people, uh, matched match the actors very closely like oh yes yeah like glenn, glenn close, close looked I mean, just like <laughs> just like really mama. Did. i'm a and, huge uh, fan of glenn close so i oh, i get glenn it. Close. it she's yeah. a queen she's a queen um she was very good as well so i understand why she got the nomination yeah and and i, I thought the boy was was good too i mean I, mm-hmm. I, yeah he's not he, this is kind of his his first thing right i mean we i don't i don't think i've ever seen this guy anywhere else i don't think uh which one the young one uh, or the old one? Oh, i guess maybe the young one i i, I kind of like the young kid better than the older kid yeah the older guy <laughs> i'd seen in, in a movie called the kings of summer which i liked but um, oh okay yeah i thought the young kid was a better actor like oh, i yeah, thought he sure. did i mean the young kid was was excellent. I yeah, was I think good. it is just really kind of coming down to, like, I understand that, you know, it, it is based off a book. And yeah. so that's, I think, where it doesn't flow as well. It's not like you got some epic story, you know, like flowing through ages, you know, like Stand By Me or something. You know what I mean? Like, Mm-hmm. It's not really like that. It's kind of more the growing up is like not very interesting in a movie as much as it is like if you're reading about it. Like I think it's just kind of it would work if we if we had more context to who what he thought, like who he is and like kind of what he's trying to say about this stuff. Um this stuff being family coming from Kentucky, um, having a drug addict parent, you know, that kind of stuff that like you, we get to see these like really harrowing scenes with him and his mom, like the one in the car, which I thought was very effective 
um, and very scary feeling scene. But it just kind of like, it was just explaining why he is the way he is as an adult whenever we would go back in time and not really like talking about the actual like resounding reasons why these people are like the way that they are. It just was kind of like, okay, here they are. This kid's got to try really hard. And he comes from yeah. a really, you know, difficult family. And it's like, yes, he comes from a really difficult family. Like, that's it. Like, that's the story. And he's like, tr- he's like seen as somebody who's risen above that. You know? Yeah. And kind of just seeing like, and it it just seemed very, um, just, we were just kind of seeing his his reactions to everything. I mean, we, we knew that he was in law school. He was trying to get a good job so he can be close to his girlfriend. Kind of get away from his family. I mean, in a way, he's, like, trying to help his family, but also, like, stay away from them so he can actually be, like, successful. Um, but, like, again, it was just a very shallow look at everything. <laughs> yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, we had, like, a two-hour movie, and it's it just felt very shallow. Like, yeah, like we didn't really get anywhere, <laughs> and it just things just in the end things are are still shit. Um, like things yeah. like he's 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 le- he's learned to you know bring bring his girlfriend that you know he says he loves in, into his life, but hasn't even brought her into anything. Um, and gets like, like so mad at her. Like I was really upset at that one editing of the scene where it was like the sister tells him okay, don't be a dick and let her in. And then he literally says on the phone like two seconds later, you know, you wouldn't care about that anyway. And then he like basically like ends it with her like on the phone like that, like getting really, really upset for like... Yeah, this this isn't the flu. My mom's addicted to heroin. Like, and he he, like yells at her and she's just like, fuck dude, I didn't know. Like He also, like she didn't even respond he literally tells yeah. her, and then he just yells at her, and then shuts the phone off. And I was like, "What the fuck? Like your sister just said the the opposite of what you're supposed to do just just now. You did the opposite. Like, what? I know you're dealing with a lot of shit right now, but like, yeah. But aren't you supposed to learn from what people are telling you? <laughs> I know it was, but like, I there was some okay. The aspects of that where he would be displaying the, like, anger was definitely, it was great because Amy Adams was displaying this anger Mm -hmm. and showing her violence and showing her tantrums, um, being an addict and probably, you know, having bipolar syndrome or something because she just was really here and there all the time, right? Yeah, something something else kind of mental uh, going on there. So, like, she definitely did a good job of, like, showing that as a parent and everything and just kind of the, the back and forth and kind of the abusive behavior on her part and how yeah. it came from previously with, like, her mother. Um, But, again, it was, like, shown to us but not... Like, it would have been better if it did follow that kind of, you know, narrative of through the generations this is what we this is how anger is expressed this is how emotions are expressed and it kind of like went more into his family history you know and more into the Kentucky side of things because like we didn't even 
get that at all. Like, it's not... Yeah, they were there for, like, the very first scene. He's, like, going to the watering hole, and we just, you know, uh, it's very, very short. They're like, oh, let's get the fuck out of Kentucky, because I hate being here. Like, Amy Adams kind of says that. And then, and then, yeah, and then, yeah, we get that very brief flashback scene where, um, I'm assuming Glenn Close, uh, is, is young, and, and they're, like, watching mm-hmm. her, her and yeah. her sister are watching her parents fight, and her, her dad's, like, a drunk, and... Mm-hmm. And the mom's like, like lights him on fire, <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, yeah, insane, yeah, yeah. But we like yeah, didn't definitely... get, to, we didn't see why. Like we did, we we saw that, but we also saw them as like thirteen year olds. Like Glenn Close is a thirteen year old, like pregnant. They're going up to Ohio. Like we saw that, and then we saw the man being a drunk, but we we didn't see like why. We didn't see like a little bit about this person. It was just kind of told to us, you know, and it, it yeah. just felt like there was a lot of missing pieces that the book probably has, you know? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I mean, it it didn't get a good meta score here. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, it did not, as I, as I just saw that. <laughs> um, yeah. Wow. But yeah. Um... Do we want to do we want to like briefly discuss uh, Glenn Close's uh, performance? I mean, so with with Mamma, I'm, I'm trying to think about like trying to think about what scenes we had from her that were like really like really good, like really good takeaways of her performance. I think um, the 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 one with the calculator in the car was yeah probably the most the one that probably got her the the nomination because it's she's very stern um she basically kicks this kid's butt into being a good kid um yeah which i also found sad because he was he was trying to i mean yes he was stealing it and that wasn't good but he was just trying to do his homework (laughs) and he doesn't have the stuff he needs no it's Um, it's really it's it's not good like those i was like talking to danny about it and I was like, oh, he just threw his TI-84 out the window, and Danny goes, oh, no. That's not, that's not good. You cannot, you have to treat that thing like it's gold, because it is $84. Yeah, Um, yeah. But, like, it is one of those things where, I did like that aspect that it was kind of, it was one of the, like, the very few things, and once, once Glenn Close's character was more involved, and took up her grandson's like let him stay with her and let him live with her it was a lot better like it you know it was just like oh we're getting somewhere the story's getting somewhere he's turning into a better person because of her he has to watch her uh, get meals on wheels and he has to share the food with her and so like we had that kind of dynamic and I thought that that was much better like that that like you know, back third of the movie kind of was a lot better because she was around to to make it better. And then it kind of went back to being crap again. Like, it just would, like, <laughs> it would just, like, flip back and forth between, like, oh, this is an all right scene to, no, this, this is not good. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I liked uh, seeing... Um, Haley Bennett, she was in 
that Devil All the Time movie that we watched um, oh, earlier okay. last year, which was also quite problematic, but at least had, I don't know, like it felt like it had more of a narrative drive and drama going on in that movie. So like I was comparing them a lot because they were about like, you know, people in kind of similar situations, not not like with the whole drama of that movie, but right, just like that one was a lot more narratively um, solid. Like the plot was a lot more interesting even than this one. Yeah. Cause, yeah, for cause sure. Like the plot in this one was like, I just don't think it was good enough for like a movie. Like it was good for a book, you know? Yeah. I mean, unless they were able to really, yeah, I don't know, embellish on some of this stuff and I don't know, maybe, yeah, bring in a bit more about the family. Cause yeah, the, the, the better scenes were with Glenn Close, but she really came in at kind of a small part of the movie and then she was back out again. Um, but yeah, it, uh, it was lacking. It was, uh, it was lacking. <laughs> yeah. I was looking at some kind of reviews of the book just to see what people thought of it. And apparently it's, it's quite, um, uh, like it, some people think it's very good at explaining why Trump got to be president because of just like it's like an insight into the people who would vote for Trump. Mm -hmm. Um, but then other people were like, it's a really, it's just very, very honest and kind of, you know, discussing what, what this one person's perspective was. Yeah. And not kind of overlaying it onto all the people who are similar. You know, like, I think when we see people who live in poverty or have issues with substance abuse. Yeah. It's like you want to watch a movie and have it kind of like apply to all the people in that situation. And in this in this way, it was not like it is just JD and it's Mm -hmm. just like this one family. And it's just, you know, because it's like there's a lot of people with completely different stories and different lifestyles. And so right to me, it just like, wasn't, it wasn't universal enough, but it isn't supposed to be because the writer is, he just wrote about his own life. So it's like, you know, I just didn't think it had that universality that kind of applied it to other people's lives as well. Yeah. Yeah. Making it, making it relatable, making it, Making it worldly, almost. Yeah. And, like, Ron Howard does try to make movies that are, like, appealing to, like, a wide variety of people. So, like, the way it was edited, it was just, like, the music was, like, really, you know, nice and just, like, trying to be this grand thing. Yeah. But I think it, you know... I just think it just didn't, like, the cinematography and the direction was not kind of the flavor that this this book should have had, (laughs) you know? Like, I think it should have been a little bit more gritty and a little bit more realistic, like, a little bit more, um, down, down to the, to the reality of things. Um, yeah. Not so up in the air. Yeah. 
I also anyway. did like um, it was it was kind of a kind of a shocking scene, but the but the scene where he he puts her in the in the motel room and like mm-hmm. she's locked that herself was a good in one. The, she's locked herself in yeah. the bathroom and yeah, it was it was a little scary. But other than that, things were kind of like I don't want to say sugar coated because like it wasn't, but like that was like the most that like because w- when you said like um what word did you say like gritty like mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. was like that was probably like one of the more gritty scenes that we got yeah. um yeah that and like the car scene yeah where she, yeah where she was hitting him yeah yeah but other than that it was all just kind of like it all seemed distant it was just like we're just watching jd be a delinquent and then get his shit together um, yeah. And then, and then later on, like, once he's kind of separated himself from all this, going back and, and helping everyone. Like, it's just, yeah. It, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's look at these, um. Plot keywords. Yes, these plot keywords here. So we got here, um, drugs, addiction, mother-son relationship, mother-daughter relationship, and overalls. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. That's <laughs> what it says. This is overalls. Um, all right. I, I guess that's highest, it. So this meta score is a 38. Um, it was not good. I, I saw the it, bright red, a- and, and I was like, I was like, what is this? What is this bright red thing on this page? And I was like, oh shit, that's the meta score, because it's <laughs> it's mean, a very alarming red. <laughs> it is. It is so red. It is like pure red. Alarming. Um, how red? How red it is. <laughs> we, the the highest is a fifty from several. Um, yes. Uh. I mean, the Screen Daily 50 says the main audience takeaway here is the two main performances by Adams and Close. And and that I, is definitely and, true. It, it, and I think that yeah. was the point. Like, they were just hope <laughs> they were hoping that, that Adams yeah. and, and Close would, would just would just make it, would just make this movie a thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it's hung on them so much. It's like, you can't just hang your movie on two good actresses. It's not how it works. No, you did it all it all needs to work together in harmony. Um let's see. I'm gonna read the Vox that gave it a twenty. That's the lowest one we got on here. Um oh I God. might actually go to Metacritic and see if there's there's an even lower one. But Vox gave uh, said, um, whatever your opinion of the book, the movie is a different animal and a startlingly terrible one. <laughs> oh my god. I'm gonna read the the twenty five from the playlist. Hillbilly okay. Elegy has nothing to say about the circumstances that cause these addictions and resentments, and it certainly has noting has noting you nothing. Excuse me, it does say noting on here. Nothing oh. useful to say about economic anxiety. There's nothing remotely thoughtful or even provocative about it, which is a shame. At least it would have made it memorable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my yeah. god, it's so true. Oh man. <laughs> um, but yeah, actually, pretty on meddling. Metacritic. Um, someone gave, the Chicago Sun-Times gave it a 100. Okay, let's hear it. And, and there are, there are several 70, 75s and 70s, um, mm-hmm. like, like five or six of them. So I think that, uh, but, but it's still a 38 on the Metacritic website, right? Yeah, I think it only got, it only got six positive reviews. Um, 
So the Chicago Sun-Times gave it a 100 and said, Hillbilly Elegy is a beautifully constructed, unforaging, heart-tugging family epic about three generations of the Vance family. You know, it, it could have very well been this. Exactly what have. I'm saying. Like, I don't, it could have. I'm not, <laughs> it could have been that. Like, it really could have. But it wasn't yeah. Richard. <laughs> it just didn't have that richness to it that. Like, you know, I feel like this movie would have been more vibrant if it was, like, in the past more. I don't know. <laughs> Just, like, the story, if the story was, like, more um, sweeping in a lot of ways, it could have made up for it, but it just was not. It just, you know, I think that that's just the tale. <laughs> you know, it's got to be a much better book than this. I, I would assume so. I mean, yeah, definitely. If 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 there was definitely more more flashbacks to things that kind of brought brought the brought the present tense into like into light, and you know whether things were vastly different or didn't change at all, like at least we could have that comparison. But the fact that we just really only have one view of things, and 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 even if we can say one view, it's kind of like pieces of one person's view, but yeah. um. Yeah, it 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 could have been it could have been something good, could have. Yeah, all right. Um, that is hillbilly elegy. Uh, let's move on to what? What's the super long name? It's oh, usually it's like a whole it long says it name. On the, it says it on the top. Original or title. Subsequent movie film delivery of prodigious bribe to American regime for make benefit once glorious nation of Kazakhstan. <laughs> yeah. That is the name of the film. Yeah. So I was um, watching this today and I was I was laughing very heartily in my room. Danny was like, You having a good time over there? Um it, but you watched I, both of them. You watched the, the older Borat, which what year is yes. that one from? Two thousand six. Okay. So I, I hadn't seen either of these. Um I I, I do have have a newfound respect for them, kind of knowing what, like, because I like. Don't get me wrong. I I love Sasha. I love Sasha Baron Cohen. Like like no 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 doubt about that. But like I didn't quite. I, I don't think I quite understood what these movies were like supposed to be. And now that I've seen them, I do have a better appreciation for them. But I I think I have like secondhand embarrassment. And this was and this this was not <laughs> enjoyable for me. <laughs> A hundred percent. Like, like it both is a these very... movies, I just I was covering my yeah. face, going like, yeah. "No, Sasha, don't do." It. <laughs> and like, and just yeah. saying, "Oh no," I was saying, "Oh no," a lot. Like, don't yeah. do. It. Like, I was not laughing. I was just saying, "Oh no," like the whole time. Yeah, it's very hard to watch um, this kind of comedy where it's kind of a an elaborate prank because he's playing a character and saying ridiculous things yeah to kind of um, like invoke invoke a very mm -hmm. true and mm -hmm. and unedited response and yeah. like and that's kind of where i now have an appreciation for these because that's that's obviously what sasha was going for like he's he's trying to show people for who they are like you know faking these interviews pretending to be um, someone from a foreign country who just isn't quite aware of of how 
American culture is or American society is and just kind of getting these getting these very true statements from people no matter like and and I wasn't just saying oh no to 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 Borat I was saying Mm -hmm. oh no to some of the stuff that people would say back to him and like and how they would react to him like he would say some crazy things and the way that they would respond I'd be like okay (laughs) (laughs) you could have you could have not responded like that um yeah yeah definitely and or 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 even or even try to try to fix him like because like he he would say something obviously wrong and no one would even and no one would even say well dude we don't say that like we don't we don't do that like that's not okay like no one would even try to tell him no like you know that i mean it's edited so it's like well yeah they you know some people probably did and they just didn't include it in the movie you know they they included the most you know the things that are the most incriminating them you know the the cringiest the the craziest answers the the people who don't care the most you know like they yeah, they yeah. put them all in there and and you know that's kind of one of, it's it's an edited you know it's a curated view to really get the point across and put like a really dirty mirror to america just mm-hmm. just to show how fucked up we are you yeah. know like yeah and and kind of comparing it to where he comes from in Kazakhstan which is also extremely bastardized and like a very like ev- everything is cartoonized and and just a complete um uh, it's all a farce and a joke right so it just takes yeah. everything like a thousand percent shows that you know the, they keep their women in cages that they have like no say they don't you know drive and stuff and it kind of like has that, but then it also shows that Americans are are also bad in a lot of ways. And like we look at like other cultures and we look down upon them, but we're just as bad, you know. So yeah. it's like, yeah, seeing seeing that um, kind of mirrored is interesting. But I thought that this this movie was like the second one was. Um, I thought it was really funny. Like I thought there was just some really like like I laughed a lot because of how like especially Maria Bakalova like the stuff that she would say like when he she, went... she was hilarious yeah <laughs> I she mean... was she was great she was amazing and and like Sasha Baron Cohen would like like when like an example like when they went into that dress shop and he was like um what is there a no means yes section like yes. that was a hilarious joke like i mean there's just so many like jokes like that in this movie yeah and when she comes out like just wearing the bag and it's clear and he is like he's like oh what do we have here and, yeah. and the lady's like that's not that's not the dress you need to go put on the dress yeah that was I mean, yeah. Yes. I mean, her like, and and then I was watching a lot of interviews, uh, like late night show uh, interviews um, with the two of them, and the fact that Maria had to do a lot of her own improvising and yeah. and the the audition process for this was kind of crazy. She had to send in a bunch of like just videos of of herself, like just being various things. Um, oh my God. and then, and then eventually, like, she actually, like, they, they, like, they tested her, like, they, of course. her and Borat yes. 
yeah. went out as character and they had to fool people. Like they had to go oh, out yeah. and they had to be in a room of unsuspecting people and they had to fool them. And that was a part of the, the auditioning process. And, and that's crazy. Like, like looking back and seeing how these movies were made and like, and Sasha mm-hmm. would talk about how, mm-hmm. you know, a scene would kind of work out a way that it would work out. And then he'd end up writing, writing and producing the next couple scenes, like the next that night or the next morning, mm-hmm. like before mm-hmm. they would shoot again. Like, like these movies were very much pieced together um, mm-hmm. as they went along, kind of like making a story. And they do have a very, very well thought out storyline. Um, I did like the first one better. The second one felt a bit too mainstream, where the first mm-hmm. one felt a lot more authentic and like, mm-hmm. and just, I don't know, I, I guess it had its own charm. Like, I, I really liked the the um, addition of Maria and having a daughter and kind of that storyline being brought to this because it just based based off the first movie i wouldn't have ever thought that a second one could be made but yeah yeah um but the but the but the plot of the second movie was was very funny and the twist at the end was was hilarious like just with with giuliani and everything no even after that when he goes back to kazakhstan and and sees everyone and they see the board and it was all just just a plan to 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 bring (laughs) covid to the u.s Yeah. <laughs> to bring the coronavirus to the U.S. That was very funny. That was, through, that was... through Borat. <laughs> it was yeah. just hilarious. It's absolutely yeah. hilarious. Uh, yeah, I agree. Like, the whole process of making this, of course, you watch the movie, and then I, I today I looked at just a ton of articles to, just to see how, you know, they film things. And they honestly, to get these reactions out of people, they just, like could, like, fooled them into thinking they were in different movies. They would be like... You're in um, this Netflix documentary series, or this is going to be like something else entirely. And then that's mm-hmm. how they got the people to be in it. And, you know, that they would just like, it's it's wild that these actors convince so many people, like you were saying, and in, in saying just like the most batshit stuff and people's reactions, like when, like they went to see if they could get plastic surgery for yeah. um the daughter for tutar they were like she was like oh will you sex attack me and he was like well if your dad wasn't here yeah and the fact like... that he said that <laughs> oh my gosh just and like then the... oh my god I just oh my gosh and, and then the, the debutante dance was oh, hilarious and the her, moon blood thing her, and people yes, were like moon actually blood. crying and like oh her moonblood oh. dance was was very hard to watch, but it was very funny. Um, and then and then like the dad Borat... was like talking like there's some really there was like there's some really nice ladies here like girls are really nice you know and it's like these are things that people actually said they were like saying this knowing that they were going to be on camera yeah you know yeah it's fucking crazy <laughs> <clears throat> and the fact that borat is <clears throat> sorry is such a is such a well-known character now that that sasha had to play borat yeah. playing like pretending to be other people was was also was also insane like <laughs> he had to like that i don't even know how you'd even begin to do it play someone pretending to be someone else like it's, i oh know it's insane. <laughs> it was... This man, this man is is a treasure. He's very, <laughs> <laughs> he's very, very talented as yes. as well as Maria Bakalova. Like this kind of comedy and this kind of like immersion is, I, 
the 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 you have to think very very fast and you have to be just completely committed to something and that's that's why she got nominated for it um Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is incredible because like yeah like every every scene was more insane um i also read that you know that those guys that he stayed with those QAnon conspiracy guys that he um he actually like when the pandemic started he actually went over to their house and stayed there for five days um in like in quarantine with these guys yeah as borat as borat had to live for five days with these guys as borat he could not come out of character yeah in an interview in an interview he was saying like yeah at night the camera crew like like you know we told him that you know the camera they were there just documenting whatever um but like at night the camera crew would leave they would go to and and i was there alone in this house (laughs) with these dudes and uh and he was like they were actually you know other than you know, thinking the way they think and, and, uh, you know, doing what they do. They were very nice. They were very nice guys. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. <laughs> there was... Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, they let him stay them, there. Them like, they didn't even him, know him. <laughs> them supporting him at the, at the gun rally was, was adorable. Like the fact that I they know. went over and were talking to Maria, like being like, be like, he's, He's such a great dude. He's he's really just trying his best here. You should really talk to him. And she's like, I'm not talking to him. And well, and the, yeah, like they were there that, for him. Was in was was insane. Well, that's the thing. Like, I think what that what that scene showed me, and definitely which is true, is that people, when it comes to individuals, when it comes to somebody who you meet and you know, and it you know you get to know them, you you talk to them, like spend time it's with kind them. of yeah spend time with them it's like if you're from a like they are with like the conspiracy and everything they'd probably tell you online they'd probably say you know um i don't want any um foreigners in this country i you know this and that you know saying those those really racist things um you know maybe in a crowd of people but then when it comes down to it individually like if you know they let borat stay in their house they talk to him they you know, interacted with him. They learned who he was as a person. And so that's kind of like, you know, when you when you think about large groups of people, you see them as like a faceless mass of people rather than individuals. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, that's really what it is. It's like Borat is an individual person who is just kind of like really naive and really silly. But, you know, you, you would not, you know, you don't want to judge them outright because that's how they are and like if you met them in person you'd probably be like more connected to them like as a human being which is what they were doing with borat you know and it's just like yeah yeah so especially speaking to that vice show that i had watched where um the Mm -hmm. the journalist goes and and speaks to a lot of extremist groups he Mm he's he's black he's he's mixed race he's he's whatever he's all these things and you know he, he he looks like he could be um muslim like he's it's just it judged purely by the way he looks and he talks to people who would normally be against a, a person like him but everyone everyone speaks very politely to him and, and answers his questions and lets them lets him in their house and it's just it's it's just mm-hmm. it's, hate thy neighbor right that's, that's yeah really, hate thy yeah. neighbor yeah exactly and it's just <laughs> yeah it's it's the it's, same thing it's like you you really are confronted with the like fact that these are people like you know 
if, if you're part of these these really yeah like racist or hateful communities and then you like i mean unless you're talking about like i mean dude like those um alt-right or more more like uh white supremacists they're like outwardly hateful towards people but mm-hmm, mm-hmm, most mm-hmm. most of these people like these QAnon people are more like these dudes right they're not the like outwardly hateful people they're the like go online and hate people people not like the you know i'm yeah. gonna talk to the person who is right next to me hatefully you know like yeah so, yeah exactly but it, it's it's kind of you know we really need to address that because like the more fire that's fueled like in this movie they're talking you know about how um now like kazakhstan's just trying to ruin america so they just like are online like spreading lies um all over the place and writing things like well as a black man i blah 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 you know Mm -hmm. and and random stuff that's like not not right or anything like that and um yeah Another crazy so. thing that I that I heard from the interviews was that at the gun rally, um, they didn't put this in the film, but mm-hmm. um, um, Sasha was found out, and mm-hmm. he was he was kind of like he was kind of chased chased out of that out of the rally. Like people tried to get into his uh, his uh, uh, not bungalow, but like the the van, the tour the touring van, um, and uh, it was it was scary. Like I, he showed the. Did clip. you watch the video? I think I I remember seeing that clip. Yeah, I, I saw it as I was watching the late night interview. They they showed the clip and uh and it was it was scary. Someone like almost opened the door. He had to hold the door closed, and they're like, "Drive, drive!" Oh my god! Like that, the stress of like every situation felt like, especially like when they were at those rallies or at the the. RNC, like, the the National Convention, the Republican National Convention, like, he, you know, Yeah, he, like, he stayed, he, yeah, he got in there early in the day, stayed in the bathroom for five hours, and waited for, waited for Pence to come. And he came in there with, like, a KKK outfit on, like, a hood. Yeah. Like, that was real. Like, people, like, saw that, and it's just like, oh my god. (laughs) And, like, no one went up to him and was like, dude, don't wear that. <laughs> you know, like, that's really racist. Like, yeah. nobody did anything. They just let him do it. And it was just like, oh, my God. Yeah. Ugh. And I think, and, and even though in the movie it says that that he, he just had a Trump mask, he, he actually put on the Trump prosthetic. Like, there, mm-hmm. there was, like, a makeup team that actually put. So I think he went in with the yeah. KK outfit, KKK yeah. outfit, to to cover all that and just hide in the bathroom. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, oh that was gosh. that was definitely wild. Um the whole the whole Rudy Giuliani part was I mean, I don't know how you this works out, but you planned. I read an article and the director was like, Yeah, so the first time with the first movie, we got arrested like a few times, so we really tried to do our best to not get arrested this time. <laughs> Yeah, get the the crew out of like because they um with the rudy giuliani interview apparently he pressed charges immediately and the police seized all of their stuff in that hotel room and they had to basically sneak out the footage they had to shove it into their like pants or something and get the 
all the footage that they needed and they left all the rest of their stuff up there and it was taken by the police and they did not get it back. And they said that the director was like, yeah, that happened. And that night we knew that the police were investigating it so that we all we all went to New Jersey. We all just like ditched New York City because we were like, we're going to get arrested if we stay here. We should just go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, oh, my God. This is, it's insane. <laughs> I mean, it's insane. I could definitely of... see. I could definitely yeah. see how Sasha says that he's he's not going to make another one of these films. <laughs> I mean, I would. I can't believe he made another one. But like, at least the first one, it was kind of damning to the people in it. But this one had like a lot of high profile people in it, so it was yeah, like yeah. a lot more pressure. Um. And just, like, the amount of secrecy and everything that had to probably be around this just to make sure that it didn't get out. I mean, not to mention it was filmed during a pandemic. Like, half the movie was filmed not the pandemic, and then the other half was. And it was just, like, these the crew and everybody had to, like, put themselves at risk to make this movie. And it was, like... uh, Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I just... (laughs) Oh, yeah, just, uh, there's so many things about it. There's so many factors about it that just make it absolutely incredible. Um, because there's really nothing like it except for the first one. <laughs> you know, like just the scale. Of yeah, it. I think I think his other film, Bruno, is maybe supposed to be sort of similar, but mm-hmm. he's just a different character. Because mm-hmm. um, uh, he he was kind of talking about it in a in another uh, interview um, mm-hmm. where you know he had a lawyer with him and. You know, when they had a scene where they were wrestling in, like, a in like a cage match, but he, like, ends up, you know, making out with his boyfriend and so- starts to maybe almost have sex uh, on the stage oh. in front of all these people who would be very much against a same-sex uh, couple. That's um, really funny. They're, like, like, there were a lot of rules, because they're like, we don't want to get, we don't want to get sued, and we don't want to get arrested, so you gotta make sure you don't do these specific things. So I think, I think Bruno was maybe supposed to be a, another, another one of mm-hmm. these types of movies. Well, yeah, he he came from doing um, these kind of characters like in the Ali G show, and that's where Borat came from. And it's like this show from the early 2000s that was on HBO where he does mm. this and, and, like, puts himself out there, and it's just, like, yeah. um And I think he's character. doing it still. I think he has, like, a uh, another I, – I know it's on YouTube, but he has another type of show where he does this as well. Um, but I, I, I'm not sure what it's called. <laughs> it's so um... – it's so uncomfortable and I would never do anything like this. I just, that's, <laughs> I mean, but that's what makes it so great at the same time because of that. And, you know, people get really, really pissed and uh, show sides of themselves that they don't, they don't wish to show. Oh, it's, it's the Who is America show that he, that it's, it started in 2018, it looks like. He brought COVID to Tom Hanks in Australia. <laughs> Yes, I was like, when I saw that, I was like, I was like, oh, didn't Tom Hanks get COVID? He did. He oh, did. goodness. Oh, goodness. Um, but either way, congrats to Maria for, for the nomination. Um, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see, we'll see who we, who we will predict to win once we, once we do our prediction podcast, but that is, that is still a ways to go. We are, we are powering through these movies. For everyone, it also got nominated for best adapted screenplay. <gasps> the movies, Borat, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? Okay, I totally missed that. Congrats. Yep, yep. for um, a bunch of people, 
and oh, um, at the Golden Globes, it won uh, Best Motion Picture, Musical or Comedy, and Best Performance by an Actor in a Motion Picture for or Musical or Comedy for Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. And Maria Aww. was also nominated for a Golden Globe, but it did win the, the Best Motion Picture. I mean, I... <sighs> it's just... It's, it's it's a thing you know i i think i would say i really did like it because of how how ballsy it is you know and it's like yeah yeah that, that's where i'm at <laughs> i definitely have an appreciation for this but but yeah, i yeah. this this was hard for me to watch like, it's it so it's so uncomfortable just Se- all secondhand the, I, embarrassment it's a thing yeah it's a real thing <laughs> i mean i loved all of the daughter stuff um the, everything just to have her become a more um, independent woman was really great. And um, yes, the scene—the scene where she's talking line. to the to the group of ladies, the the the, the lady, oh. I think Republican group um, yeah. that like joins up, and she's she's like, "Ladies, let's let's come together and let's all touch let's our vagina." Touch our vagina. And I was like, <laughs> "Yes." <laughs> I mean, I and they're can't all being even so imagine. nice to her. They're just like, "Oh, that's so great, honey." But thanks for coming. We're not going to. Maybe somebody should call you an Uber. Yeah, um, like it's just so so funny. She really was incredible. It, uh, yeah, like putting just having her be the one to interview Rudy Giuliani. That is a that, was was a was insane. It was amazing. I mean, I mean, it was amazing to to put her in, and like she was like willing to put herself in harm's way, you know, and yeah. and yeah. get to a position where, you know, she was alone with him, and yeah. you know, and it's just I mean I can't even, it's so much, so hard to imagine the kind of ways you'd have to think about doing this for yourself, like. Right, doing it for for the the movie, like doing it for you know, it's like crazy. Anyway, um, let's look at these uh, plot keywords, I guess. Yep, we got uh, disguise, COVID nineteen, coronavirus, fax machine, the fax machine, <laughs> fax so machine. Was that was so great. I funny. Love yeah, uh, making fun of Americans. Oh my gosh, how many how many movies? Or how many things have, have this tag? I'm very interested to know now. The making fun um, of Americans tag? Oh, no, sorry. The the, co- the COVID-19 tag. Oh, probably um, a bunch. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff that are talking about COVID. We got, oh, yeah, quite a bit. A lot of stuff made in Corona zombies. Okay. That was, that was something. Okay. Um, oh, the Ratatouille, the TikTok musicals on here. <laughs> I love it. Amazing. I love it. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. All right, and then we can uh, look at the Metascore. Let's see. Okay. Um, it's got a 68 Metascore. Um, the lowest here on the IMDb website is a 50 from Chicago Tribune, which I think was Michael Phillips the same one who had a hard time with the last episode where they didn't really like it. I don't know if it was the same person. Um, but remember, we, we kept saying, oh, this person also said they hated this movie. Oh, mm, I don't think I don't think it was Michael Phillips, but okay. but but yeah, I can't quite recall the person's name. Um, 
let's see. And um, the highest tier is an 80 from the BBC, which, you know, they love this kind of comedy. It's definitely more aligned with British comedy than mm-hmm, American mm-hmm. comedy. So that makes yeah. a lot of sense. British love their kooky characters, dude. Like, that is, that is like their bread and butter. Yeah, that's for their, sure. That's their beans on toast, man. That's That's what that is. Um, so I know that's the lowest one there, but I, I went to Metacritic. Let's see if there's an even lower one. Um, the Hollywood Reporter gave it a, a couple people gave it a 40. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so I'm trying to see if it, it's opposite of what a Borat film should feel like business as usual. I don't, I don't know. What is that? <laughs> that I don't, even I don't know. Mean? I was trying to read one that sort of, I don't know, let's see. Uh, The Hollywood Reporter had said uh, the easiest but incomplete answer is that the George W. Bush era needed a Borat. The Trump years make him painfully redundant. Hmm. 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 I mean, that's, like, I... I, I think a character like Borat will always be needed to kind of, you know, bring to light people being stupid. Um, but I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't think I believe. I don't, I don't think I, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, the person that was giving us the low scores was Peter Bradshaw from The Guardian before. Ah. Uh, um. Peter. I'm going to read um, the Consequence of Sound one, which is the 58. Cohen still has it in fits and starts. That pedo radar from Who is America really ruffled feathers. He's a former chameleonic... He has He's a performer of chameleonic qualities. See his immersive and anachronic anarchic turn in the trial of the Chicago 7 for a nice contrast, but applying his talents to his poetically funny 90-minute SNL political cold open of the film is a bit of a bummer. Hmm. Eh. I don't know. I don't really agree with that one. I think he's hilarious. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I I still stand by thinking the first one was was a was a bit was a bit better. Even though even though honestly the first one made me more secondhand embarrassed than the second one did. I mean maybe uh-huh. maybe I was I was ready. Like by the time I'd watched the first one, I was kind of expecting this from the second one, and maybe I just didn't feel as as uncomfortable. But um, that's probably what it was, but I don't know. The first one, the first one had, had a, had a nice little charm to it. Um, but let's see. The highest one we have on here is an 80 on the IMDb page, but, but IndieWire did give it a 91. Um, mm-hmm. it did, did get a couple nineties, did get quite a, quite a bit of nineties and then high eighties. Um, let's see. IndieWire said, this searing brand of humor has never felt more essential. Blending activism with entertainment, Baron Cohen's best movie to date uh, gives us new reasons to be afraid of the world, but also permission to laugh at it. That's nice. I was seeing that Maria was like, well, we need a lot. We need some comedy <clears throat> in this world right now. Um, oh, yeah, for it's sure. It's been really serious. And it's just like, where's one, where's one talking funny. about Maria's uh Everyone's talking about just Borat in general and mm-hmm. whether we need it. But no one's really talking about... Here we go. Uh, Chicago Sun-Times gave us 75. Sasha Baron Cohen remains a fearlessly fearless and funny comedic force. And Maria 
Bakalova is hilarious and endearing as Tutar. Uh, we also get a clever twist ending, and I'll say no more than that. Borat is an idiot, but Borat's subsequent movie film ends on a pretty smart note. <laughs> <laughs> I love those, like, giant um, American, like, Karen things that they were doing, where they were, like, spewing the COVID, and then they yes. had Fauci, and they, like, shot Fauci. <laughs> yes! <laughs> it oh was very gosh. funny. It was very stupid, and... and it was you horrible, know? but it was hilarious. <laughs> I think it's oh, just like man. it kind of aligns with our comedy, but it's not for everybody. Like if you, you watch this and it's just so satirical and so over the top, it's so in your face about like the stereotypes and and everything. And it's like it it's it's a smack in your face. It's a punch in your face. And it's it's yeah. very insane and you know, like it's it's not for everybody. Yeah, but honestly, I mean, we we need we need something like this every once in a while to kind of keep everyone keep everyone on their toes, you know, like just, you know, <laughs> yeah. just, everyone's watching. Everyone's wa- so don't be dumb. Like <laughs> you need <laughs> yeah. Like you're out. Like like everyone knows now. Like you just but it's but it's not okay. So you need to just cut it out. Like that's, that's like we need stuff like this cuz if people get people get too complacent, they got to <laughs> <laughs> people people get too comfortable in their in their wrong opinions and their and their skins and they just we just need to remind <laughs> them that that it's not okay and you you can't be you can't be that <laughs> can't do it that was beautiful emily thank you thank you i'm just just trying to close this out <laughs> yeah this is a excellent summation so um thanks for listening everybody yes that was Hillbilly Elegy and Borat's subsequent movie film. If you enjoyed either of these movies uh, or didn't, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you. You can email us at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com um, or you can leave a comment in the in the comment section of SoundCloud or Facebook. Just search All By The Popcorn and like our pages. You can also rate and review our show. You can do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. We are also now on Spotify. And if you need notifications on future episodes that we release, we notify you on Twitter, at By The Popcorn, and Instagram, at All By The Popcorn Podcast. And we also have merch. All right, that that ends our podcast. Stay tuned for another episode where we will talk about some more Oscar-nominated movies. Yes, thanks for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.